And hello, welcome to another ZTGD Newsburst. In fact, it's pre-E3 Newsburst. Um, I do apologise, we have been away for a while. That's due to other commitments and the fact that we had a ghost cast where it vanished. So that is uh, forever lost uh, in the annals of the internet. Um, so I do apologise about that. Uh, but we are back, hopefully. Fingers crossed you're going to be hearing this. I am joined, as usual, by Drew. Hello. How are you? <clears throat> I'm doing good. In fact, I'm, I'm feeling pretty damn good because today begins a five-day weekend for me. How uh, did you swing that one? I took vacation time oh, off okay. work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because yeah, I take it it's in preparation for, for next week. Yes, E3. I'm going to do nothing but sit at my computer and oh, tweet lucky bastard. and look at new shit in the video game industry see i um i've got half of next week off um i was meant to have the full week but due to my hours increasing at work my holiday drops believe it or not so i had to um i had to cut some hours back i'll cut some holiday days so i'm working monday unfortunately i'm working till 5 30 and the it all kicks off with Xbox at 5 o'clock, so I'm going to miss the first part of that. So I'm either I'm going to have to get home, wait for it to finish, then watch it on Xbox, because they're bound to loop it over, um, or some other service will put it up for stream, uh, to, 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 to view. I'm sure game trailers will have it up there. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be my go-to place. But if I do that, I'm then going to be cutting in pop possibly to EA and Ubisoft, which is on Game Trailers, um, to their conferences. And I don't want to miss those. So I don't know whether I should get somebody to feed me the information about the Xbox One until I get home. You know, I should get home, well, how long are the Xbox Ones? They're about an hour, so I probably will miss most of it, won't I? Uh, Xbox will probably last two hours. Do you reckon? Uh, I want to say both of them lasted about two hours last time. Like, uh, I know PlayStation lasted till about 11 o'clock last time, didn't it? And it started at 9, my time. Okay. Well, if that's the case, I may just get just get home quick as possible and and just crack on and, and finish whatever's left of that. Um, and then I'm going to be staying up. The Sony one is fucking late. Till 2 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. So, um, however, my boss has been pretty good. And I'm not starting until 12, so I get at least some sleep before I have to go to work. <laughs> and then after that, I'm done, because we're obviously going to be having a show on Tuesday night, isn't it, after the um, Nintendo uh, Direct? Yep. So we're going to be having a show, um, which means I'll be back for that, and then I've got the rest of the week, which will include catching up with all of the the new stuff because there's going to be lots you know there's going to be the main conferences and there's going to be little bits and pieces and tidbits and gameplay trade um, gameplay footage and stuff happening all week and then on thursday the world cup kicks off so that's my week pretty much sorted mm, gotcha the world cup huh world cup yeah you, america's in it yeah i hear that they have a pretty decent team it's not gonna win well uh, I mean, they, they may not win but i mean i've heard Neither in England, so I, I can't say anything. Who, who's the team to beat this year? Um, Spain. Spain. Spain are the... Um, in actual fact, if Spain win, they'll probably um, be best club, uh, world club of all time. They, they're currently the European Cup um, and the World Cup holders, so they are the team to beat. 
So it's, it's going to be pretty impressive. They're, they, they're going to, you know, they're going to pretty much be on fire. England's got, uh, it's a bit of a tricky um, uh, group that we're in. We've got um, Uruguay, who, although aren't the best South American football team, they have got a killer striker in uh, Luis Suarez, who plays for Liverpool in the uh, in the Premier League, and also Italy, who are a tough side. Um, so uh, I don't know whether you know how this works, but there are uh, uh, eight groups, and they all have four teams in them, and only two of those teams will progress to the next stage. So two get two teams from each group will get knocked out um, in the first sort of two weeks, uh, or for, actually first week. Um, they're, they're they're pretty sharp. Uh, matches. Uh, England's first game, which is obviously the one I'm going to be most interested in, is on Saturday, but it's about 11 o'clock at night because of the time difference. So we're, you know, we've got some friends. We're going to sort of find a pub that's going to be staying open late and showing it, and which will be most pubs, to be fair. Um, got me England shirt, all sorts. So we're going to be good. So where are they holding this? Brazil. Brazil. Okay. Brazil. Hmm. Yeah. Rio. Gotcha. I I've I watched part of the World Cup four years ago. Is it every four years? Yeah, every four years. Yeah, yeah. I watched it four years ago. I have a friend of mine who was kind of pretty big into uh, soccer, and yeah. um, he uh, he watched it. You know, whenever we had cable, I was living with my old roommates at the time, and uh, we watched some of it. And I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, I watched the USA games. And they did they did relatively well, and I was like, okay, well, this is kind of exciting, you know, just because I, yay, America, so. yay. Well, it, that's the whole point, isn't it? It's, I mean, you get that a lot here. You get a lot of people who don't. It, it's like any big sporting event with England. It's you might not necessarily kind of really get into the sport that is on, but when your country's involved, you kind of step it up a gear and. You know, you become the patriot as as you should. So, yeah, yeah. That's all uh, good fun. That's what I'll do. We'll, we probably won't get very far, but I'll I'll still support regardless. But I think um, Brazil are going to have an edge because it's their home turf, of course. But um, uh, I would say that uh, uh, Spain have got a bloody good good chance again of, of taking it. Their, their, their team's pretty impressive. Um, but you know that's the beautiful game. What about games you've been playing? Games I've been playing. Well, I uh, I played through and reviewed uh, Murdered Soul Suspect. How is that? Well, my review hasn't went live yet, but I will oh, go. Okay. I will. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. I gave it a seven out of ten. Okay, so it's a good game then. It's it, the story is what drives that game. Now, the gameplay itself. The game, for some reason, feels like a casual game. And the reason why is because you can't really fail at this game. So it's an investigation game, kind of like if you ever played the old Sherlock Holmes games, or even the new ones. I, I didn't, but, you know, I, um, no, I never did. But, but you, you gather evidence at a crime scene, or at or any scene, um, and then you're posed with a question. So, like, why was this witness here? And you look at your piece, your clues... And you choose what you think is the right one. So in that sense, it's kind of like Phoenix Wright, where you have to choose the correct piece of evidence to continue the story. Um, and that stuff is, is actually really simplistic. Like, obviously, this is the answer. And So it's, it's not like um, L.A. Noir, where it's a little bit more complex. 
Yeah, it's it, it's really simplistic. Um, it feels a little bit like L.A. Noir, where you have to collect things and look around and stuff like that. But the whole trick is is that he's dead, mm-hmm. so uh, he's a ghost. So he can do certain things like possess people, and he can listen to their thoughts or eavesdrop on their conversations, like on a cell phone or something like that. Um, and those mechanics are okay. Um, I don't think they're used enough. Um, right. But the story is what's really, um, really good about it. I, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the lore. You know, they set up this really cool, um, this this lore of like, all right, you're dead, which means you can pass through whatever you want to, except for preordained things. So, uh, you 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 the the game takes place in Salem, Massachusetts, which I don't know if you know much about Salem, Massachusetts. It's where yeah. a lot of the uh, the witch oh, trials, yes, the witch yes, trials uh, happen. Yes, Silent Salem witch trials. Yeah. yeah. So uh, while you're walking around, you're going to see other ghosts, and they're obviously like wearing colonial garb and stuff like that. So you're seeing people who have been around since the Salem witch trials, and you're talking to them, and they know more about this than other people. And it's it's interesting how they handle that stuff. Uh, I like the the main character. His name is Ronan. Rowan. Rowan. Yeah. Uh, and he, uh, you know, he's a he's a cop. He's a detective who was killed in the line of duty. And his the whole thing is, if you're a ghost, you're in this purgatory, and you have to finish your unfinished business. And his unfinished business is finding out who his killer is. So, I uh, take it you've you've completed the game. Uh, yes. And you would say that yeah, it comes to a suitable, uh, satisfactory conclusion? Sort of, you, you things pay off in the end? For the most part, yes. Okay. Um, it's, um, they try to throw a lot of, a few red herrings in there just to, just to mess with you. Um, okay. And, and it's like, uh, why do they even do this? But, um, you meet somebody very early on, uh, another ghost that plays a pretty predominant role later on in the game. Um, it's a little mm. girl. Um, oh, I think I've seen some... Is it the one that you see by the river? Mm. And she's... she, she you, I mean, I've seen some gameplay trails, and there's one that you, you find a... There's like some B footage, that they B-roll footage that they sent out, and it's where you first learn... You chase her, and you first learn to go through the walls and stuff. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the okay, one. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, you know, the, and the really cool thing that I liked about it was there's parts of the game where, you know, it's, there's a lot of collectibles. You can find stuff and collect them, and it opens up more stories, ghost stories that, uh, you know, of uh, different things that may have happened in this town. And those are kind of creepy at times, and it's, it's, it's actually really good. So not only is it a murder mystery, but it's also a ghost story. And they they throw in a lot of the ghost lore and the the old Salem witch trial lore stuff in there, and it's actually really cool. I like that. Uh, the voice acting is fantastic. Um, it doesn't have that next gen look to it, but when you well, but you know, when, it's it's a budget game essentially. Isn't well, it? it's it's also a cross gen game. Um, yeah, but it the the facial animations are pretty impressive for certain characters. Um, I think. Uh, it, I enjoyed it. It's not long by any means, but it's um. Damn, my cell phone went oh. off. Um, it's <laughs> not long. Yeah, no, it's not long by <laughs> by any means. It's probably about that. You could probably beat it if you didn't do any of the collectibles. You could beat that in like five hours. 
Oh, okay, it's not a massive game. No, but it's actually I, I enjoyed what I played of it. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, that's fair enough. Um, myself, I have uh, I've been playing. Um, I've been playing a fair few things actually. Um, I played uh, some Watch Dogs, which um, I'm kind of still enjoying as long as I remember not. I, I need to know what I'm doing with that game before I sit down to play it. So I need to kind of set a plan in action. So for the next hour, for my little sitting here, I'm going to be hunting down city hotspots, or I'm going to be um, hunting down collectibles, or I'm going to be doing part of the story. Because I find that if I turn that game on without a clear objective... John, can I stop you real quick? Yeah, I think I have to take this call. Oh, okay, no worries. All right, all right. Sorry about that. We're back. <laughs> so, so yeah, apologies. So yeah, basically, if, if I if I don't sit down with a clear objective, I find that I end up kind of losing my way and what I want to do, and it's sort of a less of an enjoyable experience. So right. I kind of sit down. And guess what I'm going to do for the next hour or two hours, and I get on with it, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying doing it that way. It's a little bit of a slow-paced way because I do stick to it. So if I think I'm going to only do collectibles now, that's what I do, and it doesn't advance advance the story anymore. But you know, I'm I'm taking it slowly, a bit at a time, and I'm enjoying what I'm I'm playing so far. Um, also, I played a little bit of the um, the new PS Plus titles uh, for PlayStation Four. Uh, as, well, one of them specifically. Uh, Ultimate Pixel Junk or Pixel Junk Shooter Ultimate Edition. Um, they those are great games. Uh, you know, it's it's a shinier version of what's already out, but it's free, so it doesn't bother me. Um, and to be fair, even if it wasn't, I'd probably pay for it because those games are, you know, Pixel Junk games are stellar. Um, you know, there's very few weak there. Um, you could probably say that Eden was a little bit lackluster, but you know. This, this quality stuff that that, yeah. that studio kicks out. Um, the fact that they've given away the the ultimate edition, which includes both um, parts one and part two. Oh, I didn't even know um, there was a two. Yeah, yeah, it came, it's quite a, quite a, a bit of a gap between that on the PS3. I think about a year and a half. Huh. Um, so it's quite a quite a gap between those two. And um, I must confess, I played the first one to death, and it was such a long time. I bought the second one, but never played it. So this was kind of a way for me to get back into it, um, and it's really, really nice. And it's cross-play, a cross-buy or cross-free. Um, so if you've got a PS4, it's free on your Vita. So that's that's really quite cool. Um, and <laughs> I've also been playing some Tamagotchi Life. <laughs> All right, tell me what that game is. Is it basically Animal Crossing? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, no. Okay. Um, it, it's a mixture of a lot of things. I haven't played a huge amount. It only came out today in the UK. Um, both me and Laura picked up a copy each. Um, I was I I I didn't know what to expect, and I kind of still don't, having only played it for sort of forty or fifty minutes. Um, it's hard to put a label on that game. There is definitely tinges of of Animal Crossing. Um, uh, it's, there's also a, a Sims uh, Sims kind of element to it. Okay. But the two things that stand out the most so far is the Tamagotchi element. I mean, if anyone ever lived through the 90s as a younger 
person, then you will know what a Tamagotchi uh, is. It's a little digital pet that you kept on a key ring, and you had to feed it or it died. Yeah. Um, and you had to pet it. And there's a, there's that. You have to feed your your own little me's. You have to give them things. You have to um, you know presents. You have to get things to do things and interact with each other. So there is that definitely a strong element there. Um, but it's also the randomest shit that you've ever seen in your life. It it's bizarre. I mean, uh, Laura's been playing a lot more than I have, and the first two me's that she put in was hers and me. Um, and you can create, you can pull your me from your me maker. You can create a new one. You can even um, uh, you can even import them if you're playing next to somebody and they've got theirs on. So you okay. import it in, which is quite cool. Um, but for it's it's really weird. Like um, there's uh, the two characters, the two me versions of us, uh, currently arguing and fighting over a teddy bear. So it's it, it's like characters living in a house together. Is that how it is? It's a block of flats. Okay. And at the moment, there is, in my world anyway, there is just two. I assume, and I haven't got, again, I've this very, I've only scratched the surface of this game. I assume that when I take it out and about anybody else who's got Tamagotchi life, I will be able to import their me in. I would imagine that would be the case. It would be stupid if it isn't. Um, you and really think that that would be part of the game. And there is a part that's greyed out currently in the menus for Street and um, Spot Pass. Okay. So I think that's going to be, uh, at some point, it's going to come into it. But it's just really weird. It's it's hard to explain. It it really is very very difficult. So for example, when you're saving, it's little things like um, one of your me's come is in the middle of the screen while you're saving, doing this really weird wacky dances. It's it's just it's hard to put your finger on it, but it is it is very cute. Okay. And I actually am looking forward to giving that some extra time. But again, I, I can only say that I have literally played it for 40, 50 minutes of that. Um, I've just got two people in and there are only a couple of um, shops have opened up. In fact, only one shop has opened up. The idea is is that as you make your Mies happier, they give you more money. They donate more money to the island that you live on. Okay. And that money you use to buy things to make them happier. Okay. So it's like a, you know... You know it's a ever increasing circle kind of thing so it's you get them happy they give you money you can buy things to make them more happy now does this thing work in real time so like if i not play it for a week and i come back they're going to be hungry and pissed at me that i don't know because i haven't played it for or haven't not played it for a week okay all right i will keep you updated on that one all right um it, it's difficult to say. I would say there's some element to it um, of, of you having to return, and it does recommend that you come back every day. You know, there are there are certainly, as I say, tinges of, of Animal Crossing here. Um, uh, it is going to be another one of those games. It's, it's not going to be one that you're going to be playing for six hours in a sitting. It's one where you're going to be playing every day for half an hour to an hour. That's Animal Crossing, and, completely. Yeah, yeah, it's that same kind of theme. Um, it's... But it's the hooks that you're gonna have. To, well, you know, Animal Crossing had some good hooks. Oh yeah. Um, it's whether they've got sort of addictiveness to it. Only time will tell. It certainly seems very random, and I think that's what it kind of bases its thing on. Um, there's a I, I haven't had this beat yet, but again, Laura had it. You're, you create a band, and it's got you and your me's, and you're rocking out to a um, 
sort of a that seems like a, a randomly generated song with lyrics because they talk it means talk hmm. and that's really quite funny because you can get them to pronounce your name and all sorts so the issue you had with mlb the show mm-hmm. with drew um you would actually solve with this because it would actually say your proper name you probably say drew do it. no you can actually do it so it you can type in phonetically what it should be huh yeah it's really quite cool so That's it's those little things that yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to play and I'll, I'll check in with you um but we are rambling here we are um uh we are not getting on with what we need to get on with which is the news um it's as you can imagine this close to e3 well normally there's fuck all to talk about it's you know quiet as a mouse because everyone's keeping tight-lipped but not the case this year there's it's been weird i, I don't know whether you're feeling it as well yeah um it seems like everyone's trying to get the announcements out before e3 so they don't get drowned out from the noise of e3 but the noise of e3 will be less because all of these games are, are getting announced so um we'll we'll start off with that really i mean some, some big hits here we've had um confirmation of three new games that a week ago we had no real idea of um with the exception of maybe more combat but forza horizon 2 mm-hmm. um Mortal Kombat 10, which Ken obviously very, very excited about, and, and the trailer looks cool. If they can get the combat looking half as good as that trailer does, that's going to change it completely. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, Ken's actually not digging that trailer. Really? Yeah. He says he hates the music. He says he doesn't like the, the look of the characters. Ooh. So, I don't know. I'm going to... I'm going to... It's going to be interesting to hear what he says um, on our E3 show, because there'll be more of it there. So... Um, so yeah, more combat. Um, Battlefield Hardline, um, which is a, a cross between Battlefield and uh, Payday, uh, by the sounds of it, kind of cops and robbers kind of vibe going on with it. And Homefront: The Revolution, which, if anyone can remember, and you know, I'd forgive you if you didn't. Um, there was a couple of years ago, 2011, a game published by THQ about. Uh, the Koreas, what happens if the Koreas invaded America? It's called Homefront, and it was one of those kind of blink and you'll miss it games. It kind of, it had, it seemed to have a lot of build up and then just fizzled out even yeah. before the release. Um, it's now been worked on, and this kind of blows up. If anyone listened to the our prediction show, we kind of were hoping for Time Splitters 3. This proves, if anything, the Time Splitters 3 doesn't exist because it's made by Crytek uh, UK, which is Free Radical. It's the guys, because they, they bought Free Radical up, and um, it's those guys. So they're making it. It looks pretty, um, but we haven't really seen any gameplay footage yet, so it's, it's difficult to tell. Um, so it's it's really weird. I mean, you, I mean Forza Horizon, yeah. you know, brilliant. I love Forza. I've, um, heard, I've heard Forza Horizon was the best Forza ever made. Uh, yeah, yeah, for my opinion, it was... It's. I'm not a hardcore racer uh, fan. I, I, you know, Gran Turismo um, kind of petered out after after three. I thought uh, three was kind of the pinnacle of that se- series, um, and it got far too t- technical afterwards. And Forza, for it's and it is a, a wonderful game, uh, maybe with the exception of Forza Five because um, that driver task stuff was shit. Um, it was very technical, and that's fine. But the Forza Horizon took that engine and the love of cars that comes with the team who make Forza 
mm-hmm. and turned it into this casual gaming uh, racer uh, that appealed to me. Um, it gave it a great soundtrack, some interesting um, characters, and a hell of a lot of driving in a massive, massive map with tons of different types of driving. And it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. I played that game for... A, I've, got, I've had to put 40 or 50 hours into that game. It was wow. phenomenal. Yeah, it's really good. And I was get, I was excited. I, there was that rumour. I mean, I think we talked about it on on the show that Forza Horizon 2 would... There was rumours that it was coming, but it has officially been confirmed, both for Xbox and um, Xbox One and 360. Yep. Uh, it's been developed by Sumo Digital for the 360, though. So who you know, are those guys? They're the guys. If you're going to say, if you're going to attach them to a race and um, get a uh, uh, franchise, they're the guys who did Sonic and Transform, Sonic and All Stars games. Oh, really? So they've got a good history i mean yes yeah, slightly different racing but you know that it, it i'm sure they can adapt very well um so that that's quite cool and it's i think it's the same team that did force horizon doing force horizon 2 it's not turn 10's main studio it's like a, a an offshoot with a, a turn 10 will be over overseeing them uh, but i'm really really stoked for that especially if they're using the forza 5 engine because that looked phenomenal uh, really, really did. Uh, just hope that they're going to leave, and I'm sure they will because of the amount of shit they got over it. I'm sure they're going to leave Driver Tar out in the cold and go back to what it should be, which is good AI. I'm pretty so, sure they've already announced that Driver Tars are going to be in it. Oh, you fucking kidding me. I'm pretty sure they've announced that. Oh, but you see, that was the worst. That's what you don't want because I played Fours of Five. And, uh, you know, technically proficient, you know, isn't the word. It is is really, really good. But the driver type, if it's pulling data from your friends and other people who are playing online, no one plays, no one drives like real drivers or AI drivers in those games. You speed up, you go as fast as you can to get to the turn, you hard brake, and that ruins the experience for the, for yeah, I, I hope. To God, that isn't the case. Let me look here. <sighs> Let's see here. Forza, as you know by now, Horizon 2 is built off the Forza Motorsports 5 engine. It is also using the same drive avatar technology. Ugh. So there you go. Maybe they've really? improved it at least. I don't know. Well, we'll see more at E3. There's definitely going to be them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so what do you think of MK? I mean, the trailer looked cool. Um, I thought the trailer was quite cool. I, I kind of, I mean, I'm sure the game won't look like that. It would be awesome if it did, but it is unlikely. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no way <laughs> that's gonna it's gonna look like that. Um, no, but um, it, it's time for a new Mortal Kombat, and sure, I'll... well, it will be in 2015. Yeah, they've they've already said it was going to be 2015. In fact, they set the trailer. I think. Um, yeah, I think um, I think it's time, and um, I'll get it. Sure. Even though I I completely suck at um, <laughs> at Mortal Kombat. I I'm a Street Fighter I, guy. I'm, always have been. Always will be. I am. I'm not very good either. I I I didn't buy. It. I got it free because it was on PS Plus. Sort of last earlier this year, or last 
yeah, last last year actually, um, it was free, and um, I'm not very good at it, but I can appreciate, I can appreciate that game. Yeah, it, it's you know, so and I can see why Ken loves it. You know full well that next year's game of the year theme is going to be this. So. I'm, I'm sure it will be. The, uh, the 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 thing I love about the especially the new Mortal Kombat and the the Injustice series is that they Ed Boon and company NetherRealm absolutely get story mode in a fighting game right. Mm. It's it's bonkers, but they kind of go with it. It's like um, it's like know it makes movie. no sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's like watching a movie. You're watching a movie and then you get to play the fight scenes, and that's awesome. I only wish Capcom could do something like that. Well, I don't. I think Capcom get the fighting part, but that's the only part they get. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Capcom makes a very, very, very good fighting game, but I, I, I you know, they have characters that I care about, and they have a lore that is there. It's just not explained. So I wish they I wish they could actually do a really really good story mode in a, like Street Fighter Five, mm. if that ever happened. I'm sure if it happens. Will. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. Will. Yeah, they're going to milk four though. I mean, this week's these are really also the release of the ultimate is uh, ultimate edition. Ultra Ultra Street Fighter Ultra, Four. Ultra. I'm reviewing it. it actually. I forgot to mention that, but I am I'm playing that right now. And for those who are interested, you it's an add-on. It's not so much a... It is coming out on disc, apparently, but it's an add-on at the moment. And if you are an Xbox Gold subscriber, you can get Arcade Edition and bump it up with the Ultra Edition for, like, 15 bucks or something. So that's quite cool. Yeah, it's, um, it's, a good, it's still a good game. So, along with... Some announcements of games, uh, some of which we kind of saw coming, some we didn't. We also have seen some re- announcements of release dates, or some release windows, anyway, for some games that people are looking forward to. Um, earlier today, uh, Square Enix announced that Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is coming in December. Yeah. Uh, this is the Kingdom Hearts 2 Remixed Edition, which is similar to the uh, 1.5 they released. Um it's going to have uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, the final mix. Uh, um, it's going to have Kingdom Hearts, the Birth by Sleep, and some cinematics from Recoded. So it's going to give you quite a bit of content, probably be at a low price point as the, the first one was, and it's probably a great way to, to kind of build up hope for Kingdom Hearts 3, which apparently... Um, again, news breaking today that Square Enix won't be showing much of Final Fantasy XV They've, or yeah. Kingdom Hearts. At, said, um, they said they will not be at the show. Period. Yeah. So I mean that's good because you know we all, we know Tomb Raider is we we kind of guessed we predicted this we were we talked about this on the show and if you haven't listened to the M4G prediction show do so um, we had a ball doing that and it's a three hours of uh, of comedy gold um, <laughs> <laughs> listening to us try and pluck predictions out of our head yeah, is always I'm, good I'm for bullshit laugh. that's all we're doing yeah. is bullshit. <laughs> Um, we did mention that, oh, well, um, we thought Sleeping Dogs 2 and Tomb Raider 2 were going to make an appearance. It looks like Tomb Raider 2 is definitely going to. Um, so Kingdom Hearts gets a release date, which is uh, beginning of December. Now, you, you, you said that it's coming with Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep? The Yes. 
Okay. It's it's, it's a I presume an, a, a, like a, a ported version. Right. I played Birth by Sleep. I've never played Kingdom Hearts two, but mm. I have played Birth by Sleep. It was a PSP game. Mm, um, yeah. There was three main characters, and each character had their own story, and their story lasted close to about twenty hours apiece. So that's a sixty-hour game a- by itself. So it's definitely value for money. Absolutely. In, in fact, I will go as far as to say Birth by Sleep is the best Kingdom Hearts game I've ever played. How many you played? Three. Oh, you've done the... Was it the four, three-something times? Yeah, I did by... that. I played that one, I played yeah. Kingdom Hearts 1, and I played Birth by Sleep. I'm ashamed to say I haven't played any Kingdom Hearts games. So I, I did pl- almost the other week, because I saw it on sale in a game, and it was like... 15 quid and I almost got it uh-huh. but I thought you know what I've got still haven't finished Final Fantasy 10 so I need to maybe start pumping some hours into that before I start sort of going I know they're different games and they're RPGs but they're different RPGs but yeah. I thought you know what I'm, I'm going to wait I'm definitely going to pick it up um, everyone raves about it and you know I'm, I'm a big fan of Dizzy yeah um you know, goes with my age, and I'm also a big fan of Square Enix, so it kind of seems like something I should have played for quite a few years ago. I'll tell you one thing, though. Um, me playing a bunch of Kingdom Hearts games, that is the hardest series to follow completely. Is it really? Oh, my God. It, I can't tell you what the hell's going on in this <laughs> series. It's, it, it's, there's Heartless, and then there's... You know, Sora's there, but then there's Ventus, who is like Sora and looks just like him, but it's not him. And then apparently Sora's soul left, and he became a heartless or a nobody. There's nobodies. I don't know what the hell a nobody is. It's it's confusing as shit to me. Sounds it. It's it it is cr- it's crazier than Final Fantasy, <laughs> and that's hard to do. Yeah, uh, you're not fucking wrong there. <laughs> um, moving on with releases, we also got a release date for The Witcher. That happened on Thursday. Um, that's the 14th of February, so happy Valentine's Day. Go kill yourself some demons. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So Witcher 3, and that's, I would imagine, because it already got pushed, I would imagine they're going to hit that date, unless something unforeseen happens. I can't see why they would delay it and then give us a date that they're going to move. I think, they're, I think they're probably close to getting that done. They just need that final sort of six to eight months to, to get that polished off and, and as they want it. That trailer looked really good. It, it did. Um, it did look really, really good. Uh, I'm not a massive Witcher fan. It is... I, I, can't, I haven't got the gaming skill to, to play it. The first one I couldn't because it was PC. Um, the second one I tried and... It didn't grab me as... I know you have to give that series time, but it didn't grab me as much. But it does look very pretty. Um, I'm sure that the trailer that they showed was running on a high-end PC. Um, I, but I would expect the, the next gen of consoles to, to, to go somewhere close to that and, and make it an enjoyable experience uh, and something that the fans will love. And, you know, um, CD Projekt Red is a... Um, uh, they're a studio that doesn't cater to the whims of publishers, or, or uh, they, they cater to the, the fans. So, yeah, um, yeah it's a good thing. And also, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, that's coming um, mid-October. Uh, so we've got a date for that as well. However, these things come at a price. We've had two big, high-profile delays. Um, the biggest probably being Batman. Yeah, uh, Batman has has gone from 
um, in October, was it October 7th, wasn't it? Um, no, it was, that was it was a week after that, it was October 14th. Okay, so that October 7th, I think, is, is going to be a day that's forever... Um, it lives in infamy. Uh, it lives in infamy, yeah. yeah. Um, so that got delayed. It's now no dated, but for 2015. They're aiming for the first half of the year. So I would say they'll probably miss January and February because no one really kind of wants to release a game then. I think you look in March, April, or May for that. I'm, depending sure. I, on... I'm saying May, uh, March right now. I think they're probably a best bet because there's a good chance that Rocksteady will have a game out for next gen in May. And if we hope, you know, it is what we hope, which is Red Dead, that's going to be a real uh, scene stealer for anything coming out, even for Batman. Um, now, some people are up in arms about it, um, but this, again, this is to just reiterate the love that the developers have with the fans, making sure it's right. They don't want to stick out a shonky um, a game. You know what happens when you do that? You release Arkham Origins. <laughs> well, you do. Um, and Warner wants to avoid that as well. They don't want the last game of the Rocksteady trilogy to be a buggy piece of crap. So people may be annoyed, but you know what? There's enough stuff to see you throughout the winter coming. Um, and you'll be thankful for the extra time and quality spent on that game. And the other game that got pushed to 2015 is The Order 1886, which is Sony's... Uh, PS4 exclusive game, kind of Gears of War, Gothic, London, neo-punk, alternative history type thing. Um, looked very, very pretty. Again, it's uh, you know there was some tra- gameplay footage that came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, it, it does look phenomenal. It looks like a true next-gen game. Again, no reason for the delay other than to, to make sure it's of the quality that we expect. Um, someone did tweet out when I put the news out, uh, on on our, our ZTGD Newsbuzz Twitter feed, um, that uh, it seems to be the curse of new gen is the delays, um, and it does seem to be that way. I'm, but what, did we have that same problem when the 360 and the PS3 came out? Did we get a lot I of delays? I can't really remember. I can't remember. That's the thing. I mean, you you, you know they're dealing with new hardware, so to speak. I mean, it's not new, new, but it's the first, like, Batman Arkham Knight will be Rocksteady's first game on the console, uh, the new consoles. Uh, the Order 1866 will be ready at dawn's new one, and they're stepping up from, from sort of uh, the portable gaming scene to come and do this. And, you know, again, uh, looks incredible, so they're, they're doing a great job. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. It frees up space in the, the, the fall. We've got a lot of oh stuff, both on both on Xbox One and, and PS4. We've got some, some really heavy hitters, possibly. Yeah, um, we've got October 7th is enough to keep everybody busy until May. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's yes, it's frustrating. Um, and again, it seems like everything gets delayed. You know, the order now, Batman, you've got Drive Club, which by the time it comes out, will have a, a, almost a year's delay. You've got the crew, the division, Watch Dogs. You know, it does. And Witcher as well. We talked about that earlier. That got delayed. Um, you know, we we're going through this, but it is for our benefit. It's they're not doing it. They why are they holding back on games that will make them money? They're not doing it to piss us off. They're doing it so that they get great reviews and they sell more copies. You know, say what you will about Nintendo and we will talk about this in a little while. 
how long did it take them to bring out Mario Kart 8? How fucking good is that game? Mm. There is, you know, there is a reason why that extra cooking time really does help. And so I'm willing to give it to the ben- them the benefit of the doubt and say, you know what? You crack on with it. You give us a great game. I want to fall in love with Batman all over again. I want to like the order. I want to be excited by it because at the moment it's just a very, very, very good looking Gears of War. I want to see them doing a good job and I want to enjoy the benefits of that. I want to reap it when when the game comes out. So as long as the games come out, I'm happy. (laughs) I'm sure they will. Yeah, I'm sure at this point those two are definitely coming out. Um, So while we're talking a little bit about Sony, we will just highlight some of the changes that they've uh, made to PS Plus. Now, this is proof that competition only benefits the gamers. Oh, yeah. So, Sony comes out with PlayStation Plus, shit service, nobody buys it. Then they start giving (laughs) some stuff for free. Now, all of a sudden, this is the next best thing since sliced bread. Everyone's on it. And the games are great. You're getting games, in some cases, that are six months old for nothing. So, um, Microsoft, however, doesn't quite get it until they start losing the next generation war and then they realize that one of the reasons that Sony are ahead is because of the value that PS Plus gives you for for $10 less than what Xbox Live does it gives you all this stuff so they come out we're going to do games for gold pretty crappy at first but now it's being extended so that Xbox One games are, are available and those two became free uh, this month with um Max, the Curse of Brotherhood, and uh, Halo Spartan Assault. They're free now for you to download. Um, So what does Sony do? They make their service even better. So now you get six games for free, two on each of the platforms. If if you have a a PS3, a PS Vita, and a PS4, you should get sorted. You You are done. So... The games this month, um, they the PS4 ones don't generally differ. I'm not sure about the um, US ones, but in the UK, we got Trine 2 and uh, Pixel Junk and um, Ultimate, which is what you guys got as well. Yep. Uh, for the and bearing in mind that Pixel Junk is also cross buy for the Vita, so you get that on the Vita as an additional game. Then for the PS3, we had um, 2K14. Uh, no, NBA yes. 2K14, the one with LeBron James on the front. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Um, you got that, and Lone Survivor. And again, Lone Survivor is cross-buy, so you get that on your Vita. Mm-hmm. Then on the Vita, you get Surge Deluxe, which is you know quite a competent puzzle game, and Dragon's Crown. Fuck me, that game's four months old. If that. Dragon's and Crown? No, 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 that's a little older than that. Is it? I yeah. thought I don't... Are you sure? I'd say it came out in October of last year. No, it didn't come out last year, did it? Oh, yeah, it did. Oh, okay. But still, you're talking six, seven months, if that. Yeah. Still a good game. And you get that as well. Um, Phenomenal. Also, the Americans catch up with the uh, UK in the fact that you will now get all of yours available on the first Tuesday of each month. We were always getting ours on the first Wednesday of each month. So you used to get them piecemeal, didn't you? Kind of one a week. Yeah. Now they're all ready for you to download. So that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. And again, it's showing that 
the gamers are the ones uh, winning because while Microsoft and Sony are out back having a pissing contest, we're the ones reaping the rewards. Yeah, we're getting all the free shit. Absolutely. <laughs> all good. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, um, there are two big games out recently, both of which um, have broken records um, for, their, for their publishers. Uh, firstly, Watch Dogs. Four million copies in a week, which is the most Ubisoft have ever sold of a single game in that short period of time. Now, call it hype, call it pre-order bonuses, call it people absolutely desperate for a flagship title on the next generation of console. Yeah. But that's pretty impressive, four million. Yeah, that's... And in one week, I mean, that officially beats out... Tomb Raider and their sales whenever for the know, first six to eight months. When, when yeah, the, yeah. Remember whenever Square Enix came out and said, "Oh, we've only done three million and <laughs> we're, we're, we're failing." <laughs> oh, fucking assholes. So that's that's pretty damn good. I mean, that beats out all the Assassin's Creeds, which kind of blew blew my mind. I figured the most, I, I figured the best selling Assassin's Creed would still probably be Brotherhood. I would think. I think that's um, Battle Four. Yeah. Seems to be like a return to form. Um, yeah, it's pretty impressive. And not only is it Ubisoft's biggest ever launch of a game, but apparently biggest new IP to ever launch in the US, hmm. which is again pretty impressive. I it has to be part of the hype. I mean, this had that such you know that long burn, that massive massive burn. Um, where we were being fed everything almost weekly, they got people nuts. Then it went dead. Then it was coming out on launch. Then it got delayed. Um, it's it's kind of had this roller coaster ride of a a lead up to the launch. Yeah. But again, it's it's coming at a time when there aren't a massive amount of games to choose from on the next generation of consoles. Yeah. So you know you've had Wolfenstein, which I believe did quite well as well for uh, for, for a Wolfenstein game, but um, that kind of was a couple of weeks ago. People have been keeping it on. This has been heavily publicised by the local game outlets over here. as you know, lots of promotion, that side of that side of things. I'm sure that helps, but Ubisoft are going to take solace in the fact that they offered so much fucking pre-order shit that that's what probably we caused it to sell so well. All of the different decent pre-order um, bits and pieces. It's crazy how that there was apparently there was a fucking Excel spreadsheet on the internet of oh. all of the different versions of pre-orders you could get and what it included and didn't. It was bonkers. Wow, that's. I mean, I think what a lot it had to do with was the fact that. Th- Last year, when 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 people thought of Watch Dogs, they automatically thought of PlayStation Four. They did. They, they I mean, that, for for all intents and purposes, Watch Dogs was a PlayStation Four exclusive. Yeah, yeah. And I I'd and, agree with that. And I think people still kind of looked at it that way. And um, I mean, yeah, I think that that I think that's part of it. You know, that was that was the game to get on your PlayStation Four. Mm. So. Um, I mean that that I think that's part that that definitely played a big role in it. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree, and um, I'm sure the um, the sales will 
probably reflect that, that more were sold on on PS4 than on other platforms. Um, also bearing in mind that that doesn't include a um, Wii U version, yeah. which <laughs> which I'm sure will just add oodles and noodles of copies to that. <laughs> do, you th- do you think that will ever even come out? No. I don't think it will either. They're still saying autumn. Um, it's possible. You know, there there is room, and again, we'll, we'll move on to this in a second. There is room for third parties on on the Wii U, um, and the Wii U has had quite a bit of a boost this last week. Six hundred sixty-six percent growth in Wii U sales over the previous week, but then six hundred sixty-six percent of one is only six hundred sixty-six. Um, Mario Kart 8 sold 1.2 million. I didn't fucking know there were 1.2 million Wii U's out there. <laughs> Apparently, it's the the um, fastest-selling Wii U game ever. Um, I may have to eat my hat, because we've mentioned many, many times, because we have this conversation every time someone records a Skype conversation with us on it, yeah. as to what Nintendo is up to and what's going to happen. I may have to eat pie because I said that Wii U isn't, that Mario Kart isn't going to affect the sales because anyone who's got a Wii U already is probably a hardcore Nintendo fan and therefore already has the Wii U. Not, you know. But 1.2 million, I have spoken with a manager of my local game store and they shifted a lot of consoles bundled with that. Hmm. They sold loads. It has sold, it has, it is a system seller. Well, I'm glad they finally found something. It's good news, and it's encouraging news. Um, I don't think they're out of the woods yet. Not by a fucking long shot. Oh, no. Not by a long shot. Um, But this is encouraging. It does mean that people are willing to go out day one and buy a game they love. And it's, it's meaning that people are buying the Wii U now. You know, it's marketed correctly. We see loads of commercials. Um, it's quite funny ones as well on our local television stations here. On you know, on the UK um, stations, there's lots of commercials for it. Um, I pe- think people are finally starting to realise that the what the Wii U is, and it's a fucking amazing game. It's brilliant. I didn't talk about this earlier, but I played a shit ton of that as well. It is. It is, it's it's back to the Mario. It's it's fantastic. It's a co-op game that's so, so fun to play because it ends up in arguments. I love those games. Why the fuck did you fire that blue shell? You knew I was about to pass the win. Yeah, fuck off. I, it's brilliant. I love them. It's, it's so, so good. Um, there are a few things that need to be tweaked, i.e. the ability to play two-player local with one person using the whole of the screen on the Wii pad, on the pad, and the other person using the television screen, because even two-player co- uh, local um, uh, player, two multiplayer is a split, split screen, screen, even on even on the pad. It splits the screen on the pad. Why the, f- what what the fucking the fuck? point? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? It's bonkers, isn't it? It's, yes. They need to fix that. That needs to be a patch. I'm sure they'll look into that. But it's really encouraging news for Nintendo, and uh, they're they're going to be buoyed by it. Um, we know that they're not having an E3, 
We also know that Iwata isn't going to be at E3 this year due to health problems, so we wish him um, the best of health and hope he gets well soon. Uh, but they never plan to be at E3 as a press conference, only their booth, you know, they have a, a section at, at E3 for, for touting their wares. I wonder if the direct was recorded before or after the news came out that it had sold so well because it may change the tone of that fucking direct conference. I mean, they can always throw something in there. Yeah. You know, they, they, oh, we need to, we need to, you know, throw this out there, rub it in their faces. See, see, we can do it. They're being clever. I don't think you need to be on stage. No. I mean, the amount of money it costs, you can produce a video for uh, a tenth of that and have the same effect. It's not about how you present it, it's about what you're presenting. So if they've got the right stuff there and there are talks that there are going to be some good stuff, I mean, it isn't all just going to be about Smash Brothers, although I'm sure that will take, um, uh, uh, you know, centre stage, so to speak, because of the 3DS version. They've got their tournament that they're running for Super Smash Brothers um, with you at the same time as E3. I think that's going to generate some some uh, publicity, but, you know, there's possibilities of, of Zelda and seeing some more of that, maybe even with a launch window, whether it hits or not is another thing, but there's talk of Star Fox and all sorts, so it, it could, they, this could be the perfect time for them to have a direct, yeah. you know, uh, coming wide and high on that, that wave of uh, Mario Kart, it, it could be really good. I'm, I'm going to be interested not only to see what they have, but to see how people react to what they have, so good luck to them. Yeah, absolutely. Depending, um, on they, depending on what they show with this Nintendo Direct, I may end up getting a Wii U at the end of the year. By the end of the year, I should say. So, you know, you, you, what, you're going to pick a Wii U over an Xbox One? Absolutely. There you go. So, I mean, that's that's an endorsement. Yeah, if, I had, know, if, 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 if I'm going to have a secondary console, it's going to be a Wii U no matter what. That's because you're a fanboy. It is because I'm a fanboy, but at the current moment, really... The only yeah, game, the only game I really want to play on the Xbox One that I know is hitting right now is is Sunset Overdrive. And we don't know when that's hitting yet either. Um, I have a feeling that's going to be this year, though. I don't. I think that's going to be delayed again. Well, well, well. This will move us swiftly on to to what we're kind of going to sort of end the show with, which is just us shooting the breeze about maybe some news that comes out of E3. We're, these are just little stabs in the dark. We we don't know anything, and uh, we. As I mentioned, went over our predictions for game announcements on on the M4G podcast this week. Um, I'm just thinking about maybe some stuff that isn't game related as such, more maybe industry related or, or service related. Um, you know, do uh, do we see uh, uh, Nintendo hold their hands up and say we're out of the business? <laughs> do we? Oh no. Uh, no, of course, no. Um, we, you know, what do we see from Microsoft? Are they going to mention any of their TV stuff, or are they going to stick to their game on guns? And you know, do we see Sony having another landslide year? Who's going to be presenting? Is it the new guy? You know, what's he going to be like? Because Jack Trenton has fucking big shoes to fill. Yeah. You know, it's it's going to be interesting. I don't, I don't know. I think Microsoft's going to be the most impressive out of all of them. They've got something to prove, haven't they? Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure they're going to bring it, too. Do they? Men- do you think they mentioned the... Well, they're going to have to. They're going to have to mention... I think it'll be given lip service, but 
the new Connectless box. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they'll, they'll, go they'll, get it. Yeah, yeah, it's out right now. Go enjoy go it, it and get it yeah. in stores. It's out right now. Because this is why you want to get it and then go into the games. Boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I, I think Microsoft is going to stick to their guns and say, yes, we are talking about games and games only. I think they may mention TV for about five minutes. If well, they've got to, I guess, kind of, because of the, um, the Xbox Originals stuff that they're doing i mean that document or that's documentary series that's being made which is going to include the et landfill one you know that made headline news earlier this year yeah, so it's it's it, i kind of i guess they've got to maybe put a date on when we can expect to see that so maybe yeah. that yeah um anything else sony I think Sony's got a few tricks up their sleeve, but to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be anything surprising. I mean, I think we'll see Uncharted. I, I don't know how much of Uncharted we'll see. We may only get like a 30-second trailer or some shit like that. Um, I think they'll probably show off um, Guerrilla Games' new little RPG with the, the Samurai. The one. Yeah, the Samurais with the robot dinosaurs and shit. <laughs> um, we'll get to see some robot dinosaurs then, yeah. And I think I think we we know pretty much everything that Sony's going to show, but I think they're going to show a lot of it, and I think that it's going to be not disappointing as far as okay, that looks kind of cool, or you know, I, I don't think we're going to see something that's kind of lackluster. I think I think Sony will still push a lot of the indie stuff. I don't know if they're going to have a whole shit ton of it. They may show a big montage of all the indie stuff coming mm. out. Um. Yeah, but I think Microsoft overall is going to be the more impressive one out of all of them because we we honestly we don't know much of what Microsoft has, you know. I, I I'm pretty sure we'll see some type of a Halo. Um, I still I'm still sticking to my prediction guns on that, and I think we're going to see Halo one to four. I mean, that's I, not my prediction. It's it's rumored, but that's what I I think that rumor is true. I think I think it is true as well, uh, and sure I'm I'm sure it'll probably hit this year. Um, oh, I think this year because they're still sticking to that. Your journey begins 2014, so I think it's uh, it's going to be right up there. I think a September launch date. I think that's what we'll see, and I think we'll see it as a package with one multiplayer mode that's maybe got the best maps of all three. I'd be willing to bet that they'd announce that it comes like bundled with an Xbox One. They'll have a new bundle for it. Oh yeah, more than likely. Do you think we'll get? Do you think we'll get a new SKU like a slim Xbox One or a slim PlayStation no, Four? No, no, too soon. You Way so? too soon. Yeah, absolutely. They start kicking those out when the sales start to drop a bit. When they're able to make the devices a lot cheaper using cheaper materials, where the quality of the product, because you you know, say what you will about the Xbox One, it it might be big, but it does look like a quality product. Same with the PS4. It looks you know it looks premium um, when you go to the slim they kind of use s- different materials Super parts yeah and uh, that comes when they want to do a nice little price drop to boost sales maybe when it starts to dip slightly i don't think we see a slim this year i think we see a slim next year for both of those models yeah it's too soon you think we'll see any type of hardware whatsoever I don't think Nintendo, the rumors about Nintendo launching a new handheld. No, no. Uh, that's the only th- that's the only type of hardware I'd expect to see. Possibly, you're not going to see anything. You'll see Morpheus, but that's not necessarily what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think you'll see 
um, a 3DS successor because that thing is still finding its feet in a way. It took, you know, if you remember sort of three years ago, that thing was fucking doom and gloom. No one had any games for it. Then all of a sudden the Ocarina of Time remake came out. It started to sell gangbusters and now is, you know, just wiping the floor with anything else, including the poor little Vita. Um, I don't think they want to tread on those sales just yet. I think they want to, you know, improve on those. And it's games like Tomodachi Life that actually will help because it's those sort of charming games only Nintendo can do. And the 3DS, you know, especially with the Wii U not setting the world on fire, you know, having this kind of fallback, uncertain future. Yeah. I think they have to have a rock solid mobile platform. And I don't think introducing a new one to the ecosystem is going to do it any good. So I think again, you'll probably see another the 3DS's successor next year um, you won't see it this year I don't think we're going to see any hardware not of any console worth I mean like I say we'll see some Morpheus stuff we won't see any pricing we may get a launch window for that but I think that's still in early tests sort of stage so I think we're, we're going to see a few bits like that you know but nothing nothing to write home about right hmm. uh, I don't know anything else well we'll see I mean we are literally days away. Three this days. is it's exciting. I mean, I'm getting giddy with it. Giddy with excitement. I just wish everyone would shut the fuck up. Stop fucking releasing your E3 trailers. It isn't E3 yet. Wait. I know you want to get it out before anyone else gets theirs out, but it's it's ruining it for the fucking rest of us. I like to get. I'd like to be able to have all of my excitement in those two or three days. I don't want to hear about the news break in two or three days earlier because they want to miss the rush you know don't fucking put it out there when there's nothing else to say make your fucking trailer stand out that's how you fucking beat the rush yeah you make it exciting you know ubisoft is going to be clever enough there i i think they were stupid they shouldn't have announced far cry 4's box art they should have waited until e3 and announced it then but you know they're going to have something new because they do every year a new franchise a new ip we're going to see more of unity that's going to be brilliant but i I want to wait until e3 fucking starts pisses me off anyway we shall move on we've got um we've 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 got just a couple of tweets one of which i don't understand all right um DGS. What's DGS? It stands for Don't Give a Shit. Oh, okay. That's what I say about everything that's announced at E3. I do it on Twitter every year for years. Oh, is that your hashtag, is it? That's my hashtag. A lot of my friends and people that know me on Twitter, they they follow me for my jokes and shit like that. Yeah, they're dumb and lame, but some of the, every once in a while I get a good jab in there and people are like, ha-ha, that's funny. So that's what I plan to do is sit on Twitter and, and every time they With announce something to say, oh, DGS, piece of shit, ah, fuck this uh, game. You okay, know. you love that, Ian. Um, we've also had a... <laughs> who, who said that? Who said that? You. Oh, oh I said that. <laughs> that was Daniel. Daniel Pittard. Oh, Dan. Pittard, yeah. <laughs> And you you retweeted it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and we've also had one uh, um, from uh, Nivek Datadin. Uh, hi there, Nivek. Uh, will GTA Five as a next gen port get similar hate as Watch Dogs received? And was Battlefield Hardline meant to be a DLC? Will it flop? Um, 
I don't... Gamers are fickle people. They're yeah. a fickle bunch. They love one thing a minute, then all of a sudden it's crap, and why do we bother? Um, Watch Dogs seem to be getting a little bit of backlash. Um, I don't think it's warranted. Um, I don't think it's by any means a perfect game, but it's damn sight better than half the shit that comes out most of the time. Um, I... I don't know. I there is. I still stick by the fact that there is definitely going to be an announcement of next gen GTA. Absolutely, I, I can't guarantee this, that. Yeah, it's going to be this year. Um, I, I think it'll get a lot of hashtag DGS. To, so? to, to to coin a phrase. Um, yeah, I think you'll get people who will want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you. You look at what Rockstar can do and how they pushed the last generation to get that game looking phenomenal like it did. I mean, you could argue that GTA on last gen looks just as good as Watch Dogs does on new gen. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's a valid argument for that. Um, so I think you'll have people who will be interested in um, the visual side fidelity and see what they can do there'll be some um like myself that'll use it as an excuse to get back into that world and possibly explore the online side of things because i didn't really explore it too much and then the new generation of consoles came out and i've barely played my ps3 since so i maybe will use it as uh, a way to get back into that world um i you'll i don't think you'll get that backlash because it's had that GTA 5 had backlash. I mean, what the fuck were people thinking? The game was phenomenal. Backlash, my ass. Um, that I don't think it'll get backlash. I just think people will either go awesome or meh, depending yeah. on the inclination. Yeah. And as regards to Battlefield Hardline, was it meant to be a DLC? No, because it's a completely different studio. It's this game, so um, I don't think it was... I think it was EA's piss-poor attempt at yearly franchising out that franchise because that was meant to be Medal of Honor and Battlefield, and that didn't happen because it was a pile of shit. (laughs) Um, I think this is their way of saying, well, we can do a yearly franchise too. Look, it can be good. The problem is, is that with Battlefield 4, that thing is still fucking broken, and it's almost a year. You know, it's almost as broken as it was when they showed it at E3 last year on the Xbox One conference. So, um, will it flop? Yes, I think it will. It hasn't got the name of Dice behind it. People are burned off of Battlefield 4. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've only just put in squads. The fuck? Squad, you know, getting getting together with your mates before the game starts. Brilliant. That's, you know, fuck me, it's only... 2007 here. God, Battlefield Bad Company 2 had that. Mm-hmm. They took it out because that's what the fans wanted. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, will it flop? Yes. I don't think it's distinctive enough. It sounds like, and this is getting the comparisons already as a um, uh, as a payday clone, but with, you know, the Battlefield name attached to it, I, I don't, I don't think it'll have the same. They should have. It should be Bad Company Three. That's what they. If they want the bad Battlefield every year, flip between three 
beautiful different properties but make them properties people want so yeah. you know people are begging for another bad company and you know what they should be doing they shouldn't be bothering with anything this year it should be battlefront it should be star wars battlefront then bad company then battlefield then another battle. you know do a cycle that's at least at least two fucking years or three years get people who know what they're doing on it and get your fucking games to work online because from what i can gather although nothing's been said i don't think um the hardline is meant to be on online only i don't think there's meant to be much of a single player component so again you, you need to make sure your your online's working properly and he has had a fucking dodgy track record of their games online not just that but i mean hell the people couldn't even play the campaign mode in battlefield 4 yeah, well, it took, well, I say, um, I, it, I, I still haven't played it that much because it kept crapping out on me for the first two or three months where I couldn't get, it wouldn't save no matter what chapter I was on and it just rolled me back to the beginning of the game and there's so many, only so many times you can take listening to Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart um, before wanting to stab somebody's eye out with a, with a spoon um so no i don't think it will be a massive i mean i might be wrong it might have some kind of fucking hook to it that everyone loves but it's stuck and doggy dog world out in the uh, multiplayer zone and you've got experts at the fucking thing you know titan full may have fizzled but that that knew how to do online yeah you've got destiny that knows how to do online you're coming from the bungee um cod you know yes it does it every year but it does it every year and still gets massive numbers you've got experts in those fields you can't come in waving your cock around when it's only three inches big you have to go in there <laughs> like some donkey hung motherfucker slapping them around the face with it Jesus that's what you have Christ. to do you, yeah, have to, yeah. you know you, you can't you <laughs> can't be billy big bollocks in a playground full of people with big bollocks you, you have to kind of do it and that's where i think it will fail it's yeah it's not they make bad games they don't they make games that don't work properly. They're not bad. They just don't work the way they should. That's and worse. by the time they do, people have moved on. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it, it kind of creates, um, you know, this lack of trust in in the in the product and, yeah. and in the service. You know, EA, you, whenever, this is a problem whenever, I can see why they're putting Battlefield on front of the hardline bit. Battlefield is a recognisable name. The problem is, is it's now recognised for being something Shitty. that doesn't work. Yeah. And that's EA's problem. It's one of their biggest franchises. It is a recognisable name that has been tarnished by six months of shit that it's had to go through. And it's still trying to come through it. They need to... The next Battlefield game has to be a winner. It has to work. It has to be quality stuff. I don't think Hardline's going to be it. Yeah. Um, um, They're the only tweets we had this week. You can, of course, uh, tweet us. Uh, at ZTG uh, the uh, at ZTGD Newsburst, uh, you can tweet me at John WUK, and of course you can tweet Drew at DML Fury. Yep. You can also listen to our other wonderful offerings. Uh, we have Drew's very own Phoenix Down, which goes up normally on a Friday or s- Friday, isn't it? Yeah, today. Actually. Yeah, it goes up today. Uh, or yeah, yesterday if you're listening to this, which you are because. You're not here. Um, that goes up. That went up yesterday. And are you still on Dragon Age? Uh, we finished it up. That, oh, fucking hell. About time. Jesus. Yeah. The last episode was <laughs> yesterday. We're moving on to Catherine now. 
Oh, wow, okay. Well, that, that won't take as long. Um, you can, of course, uh, listen to our main ramblings on the M4G Radio podcast. Um, that goes out on a Monday, and you can follow their Twitter at N4G Podcast and our illustrious leader and mother site at ZTGD. Um, we may or may not be here next week. We are having a special M4G show in midweek to celebrate all things E3 to go over and see how fucking wrong we were. Or how right, you know, you yeah. never know. Yeah. Um, so we may give uh, the news burst a little bit of a miss because I should imagine that come Friday, most people who listen to news game news podcasts are going to be podcast news out because yeah. um, there's going to be a lot of shit going on. I mean, I hate, I, I don't listen to many podcasts. Um, there are a handful I listen to religiously, Giant Bomb, Video Gaming UK, IGN UK. Those fuckers are going to be podcasting like for four nights in a row. And there's going to be so much I'm going to have to listen to. And so we'll tr- we'll probably try not to burden your ears with it. Um, if we feel that we need to, we will do a show, but we'll tweet out if that's the case. Um, so thank you very much for listening and taking the time out of your busy schedule. And we'll speak to you very, very soon. You take care now. Cause my name is Tom Nook and I run this bitch Congratulations, you bought a new home Oh, you can't afford it? I can give you a loan You can catch some bugs till the debt's been paid Cause you're the newest member of my slave trade That's right, motherfucker, this shit got real I roll this crust with my ball steel I also like a ruler with huge ass guns And Timmy and Tommy, my dad, Mongoloid son Captain the Turtle's gonna be a new guy You can show you where the blue across me dies So give me a bell so don't misbehave Or I got Mr. Resetti to fucking take you a crane